in store okay there were several people i know i promised this to so i want to make sure i get that to them and um let me just make sure i've got oh it's so far away when i need it okay i got it <laughs> okay i just didn't want to go uh, skip anyone because I feel guilty when I do that. Okay, so I I do owe a couple of people. So I will make sure I do that. And let me see, what did I have on this one? See, this is, I've started keeping my notes actually <laughs> in on a little card. That way I don't have little notes all over the house because otherwise... That's exactly what happens. I, I have little notes all over the place and it drives me crazy. Okay, so I'm gonna also look over at the the, um, the website and see what's going on there. But in the interim, let's go ahead and get started. I'm gonna pull up, had it open earlier and then I closed it. I'm gonna pull up astro.com so I can see exactly where the planets are right now and see if anyone is being unduly affected at this very moment. And Kathy, is it Kathy? Remember that name, Kathy Gatsby, I believe it is. I am gonna do your three card pull. I meant to do it, but that's, that's how my day is. I'm like in a world, like in my own dream state. I, wow, it's amazing. Okay, so you guys, look, the sun is still at 21 degrees of, of Leo. I went through this this morning because I didn't want to go through it tonight. 
but uh, Venus has progressed onward into 22 degrees. They're still technically conjunct by less than 14 minutes. So whatever that thing was with the whole love, it's still going on. And a lot of you might be feeling that. Um, it, I, I like that whole Leo love thing. I don't know about y'all, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there is someone who had asked for their chart. And she is a sweetheart. She always invites all her little friends and people from her group over here. And I just want to make sure I don't forget her or ignore her. Or, and, and, you know, just give her a, her little one up because she's a, a wonderful um, a client of mine. So let me see if I can pull up her chart. And I did. I found it because I want her to be first. I kind of skipped over her. I think even maybe even twice and you know no one wants to be skipped over so let's go ahead and take a look and i think she has a beautiful chart and seeing pictures of her around and they're beautiful she's really coming out of her shell and the person that i pulled up to start out tonight is our very own miss kiva kid kiva kid you're up first on the horoscope chart is right I had to take a look at your chart. You've been so patient waiting for me to go and look at your chart once again. And I do want to go ahead and take a look at that. You have a lot going on. I've talked about it before. And I just think it's amazing. Um, I've seen the pictures of you that you've been posting. You're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And um, one of the things that's going on in Kiva's life is that she's having, um, well, the North Node is getting very close to her, her natal Saturn. And her natal Saturn is in her first house. And so she's someone who was very afraid at first, I think, to come out and show the side of her that I see now, which is actually very glamorous. And I, I know about having Saturn in the first house. I have Saturn in the first house too. So, you know, just accepting and embracing that and it's so beautiful to see you do that, Kiva. I really mean that. You're so beautiful. And just keep being the beautiful person that you are because it just is something that shines from within. And you have your ascendant in the second house. It's in Leo. So I've told you several times that when the ascendant is in Leo, well, you want to shine. And actually, to be honest with you, I... You got some planets going through your second house right now, right now. And the sun right now is trying your progress sun, which is at 21 degrees of Aries. I don't know if you know this, but you've got an amazing Aries lineup. So, you know, you're going from maybe being a little shy with that Saturn in the first house in Cancer the being a woman that should never be messed with. You have your progressed sun in Cancer, your progressed moon in Cancer, your progressed Mercury in Cancer. Girl, you you know what you want. You know what you know. <laughs> I think that is amazing. And, oh, and I'm saying Cancer. Aries, Aries. What am I talking about? I'm looking right at Aries and saying Cancer. That's because I see Cancer in the first house. And Aries is sitting right up at the top of your chart. You've got such a thick Aries. It's just Aries has taken over your chart. By the way, Ceres is at 21 degrees of Aries too. So wow, Ceres is sitting on your progressed sun. 
and both of them are sitting on the transiting sun right now. I would think, I don't, I mean, I don't know how it's coming through. I would think money because Leo, you got your ascendant in Leo, your progressed ascendant. That's your second house of money. This, uh, what I just said it a second ago, where all these planets were, right? Uh, in, in Leo. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to tell you because, you know, if you don't know, now you're going to know. The sun, 22 degrees of, of Leo. It just changed while we were talking. Venus, 22 degrees of Leo. Uh, Mercury, 4 degrees of Leo. Mars, 28 degrees of Leo. And so that's four major planets in Leo. And Jupiter is at 14 degrees of Sagittarius, which I think would round out a nice trine for you for some of the planets you got going on. Yeah, that Jupiter, by the way, is trying your progressed ascendant right now. You've got money coming. You've got luck all around you. Uh, even in your career, I think it has something to do with communication. I like when you're posting your pictures and all of the things that you're doing with your groups and stuff like that. I think you need to keep doing that. It's leading to something really big. Your progressed midheaven is in the 11th house. It just got there. So you're going to be really lucky when it comes to groups. I think your group is going to take off. You're going to end up having thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people following you. You watch. It's your calling. It's what you're supposed to do. And nothing you can do can stop that Saturn or no Saturn in the first house. So congrats. It's a beautiful thing. And I invite you to reach out to me and get an actual reading with me again, my friend. Really, because we got a lot to talk about. I'm just giving you the skim over. <laughs> anyway, love you, Kiva. Much love and like you, my sweet friend. Okay, let me see who, and let me save this chart. almost forgot. Into the horoscope chart, the vault of activity. That way I have it in case you call me or reach out to me. and like, help me. I need to know what's going on in my life. And that way I'll have your chart and I'll know. Okay, so let me save this here. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay, so let me see who uh, has put in the request already. And um, because I want to make sure I do this fairly. I know we had some people on that list. I just did Kiva, so I know I've got her out the way. And Lord, I hope I haven't skipped over anybody. I probably have, but you know, I do my best, y'all. I do my best. Okay, so let's go ahead and see what's what I've got here in the actual location where it's supposed to be, <laughs> because that's where we're gonna look first. Let me go ahead and see what I got here. Oh, I see several names up here. Wow. Okay, let's see who we're gonna start with though. Uh, wow. Um, tonight I did. Okay. Oh, she had. Um, was, oh, there's right. Mafalo. That's the one I believe I need to do. Is that the one I didn't do? I think so. Let me check that. Mafalo and Anthony. I think so, right? 
I remember it was Piva, so I'm glad I got her in there. Okay, let me just go ahead and see. I don't think I put in the follow. So the follow, you're gonna be my first newbie, I believe, this week. Let's see if I can click the same link. A very rare newbie. I figured if it was in here, it would pop right up when I put in the follow because there can't be too many. And let let's let's start her. Let's see. I'm assuming we're dealing with a male with that name. Anna Boxberg. Boxberg. My question is, where is Boxberg? I'm going to put in Boxberg and see if something pops up. Well, they've got a Boxburg, oh, it must be somewhere in Africa. They've got a South Africa and a West Africa. Okay, really? Um, I don't know why I'm thinking maybe South Africa studied at UNISA. The University of South Africa. There we go. That was the clue I needed. So let's go ahead and do that. Boxburg. Okay. So, okay, this person is born. Uh, oh, Christmas, baby. December. 28. For some reason, I feel like I'm going slow tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm going through molasses. It could just be because I, I meant to get a, uh, a nap today, which I usually take a nap. But the moon is full in my first house. I've been bouncing off the walls, really, in my own way. And there's been no nap. I've just been... <laughs> Making silly videos and just being silly because that's what, what I do when I'm like this. Okay, I think I've got everything. I put in 76. Yes, I did. I'm almost positive 76 is the year of the dragon, but I'll check just to make sure. And uh, let me just make sure before I go any further 1976. Animal. Let me just make sure. But it's December, right? Yep, it is a dragon. So let's see, 1976. So it, it, it would still be the dragon in December. They don't usually turn until January. So you are definitively a dragon. And what a dragon you are, as I look at this information, Mafalo, I am seeing a person who has a Capricorn sun. As you know, I like to write them down so I can look at this. It tells me a story just looking at it. Aries moon and an Aries ascendant, according to this, at 11 degrees. Now, 
which is weird. That's down low in my chart. But uh, yeah, so here's the thing. I mean, before even going any further, knowing that you're a dragon even and that your sun and your moon are most likely squared each other or at least your ascendant, then I know that your life hasn't been that easy and that there's been some stress. But let's go a little bit further to see. I mean, obviously, you got through university and we're having this interaction. So you've done well. So let's see here. Oh, yeah. And I can see why you've done well. Um, wow. This is why I started using Zoom, guys, because I wanted to make sure you guys get to see what it is I see. And now you will. And I think now you can see this. This is Mafalo's chart. Mafalo, this is what I see when I look at your horoscope. First of all, look at this. This Saturn and Pluto are so high up in the chart. I remember doing a chart last week of someone and I said, you know, their life wasn't easy. And your life wasn't easy. You had Saturn sitting up in Capricorn, up in the 10th house with Pluto. Oh no, that's transiting right now. So it's, I tell you something, with that transit, God, thank goodness you weren't born with that because I was about to read just something, something. Let me tell you, just even with the transit, don't be mean, Mafalo. You gotta make sure you don't get mean. What's that Bobby Brown song? Don't be cruel. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I would never be that way to you. Bum, bum, bum. Okay? Don't be cruel, Mafalo. I don't know who that was for and who you might have gotten a little cool to. I can see you could get a little cool to some females. Ooh, a lady killer. I mean, not literally, but you know, the women. Mm. You got your moon sitting very close to your ascendant. The moon very close to the ascendant just means you probably attract women in some way. And Venus, progressed Venus is getting very close to that moon. Where is that progressed Venus? Six degrees, almost on it. Look at that, Lord. Cheating. I hope you ain't cheating with nobody. You marry, if you marry, you cheat. I hope you ain't, you ain't cheating, right? right? You know, you might be one of those guys that, you know, I see in the marriage, if you're married, all the power must go to you, I think, with Pluto there. Or maybe you get your power to your, your partner. But really, I don't really see that. I see you having that, that power. It could be you give the power to your partner. Look, you got progressed moon there. Mm. It's emotions. It's that progressed moon, 22 degrees. Mm. Anything else? 22. Mm -hmm. Mercury. So right here, I'm sensing you got, oh, where is that progress Mercury? 27. Could have been some communications going on with you and a partner, perhaps. Uh, emotional. If that hasn't occurred, I would be aware of a emotional outburst communication type situations going on. So Mars, 29. Yeah, Mars is conjunct Mercury up in the 10th house, Lord. 
square your moon oh in the partnership house either a partner your wife a business partner it might just be an open enemy but lord just be careful about your communication it can get hot and explosive really that is a couple of really ugly squares going on and that's progressions now where's this sun and was that 22 degrees and the sun's at 20 yeah your sun is conjunct your midheaven though and that is their poop straddling your venus up here in the 11th house of friends you are oh lord have mercy please tell me you ain't having you ain't messing around with a friend lord jesus why am i seeing this i know you can't say yay or nay but lord if you're messing with a friend it's going to cause problems just saying and if you ain't messing yet you're going to get tempted yes you will oh yeah and it's going to be hard to resist with the ascendant in taurus lord have mercy is that on your jupiter ascendant 18 degrees almost on your oh lord i don't know if you're married I, oh mm, mm. i would if I, I i would i mean if i don't know if i'm anywhere near anything that could i mean i don't know what i'm seeing right here but you know look you got a uranus is transiting your first house right now you might find that you're you might do things that you might not have otherwise done and it's retrograding right back up into that first house again. Uh, you know, you might be doing things a little differently than you might have done. You might not be holding down promises or being yourself the way you might have before. Uranus makes people a little erratic. It makes people do things they don't normally do. You know, it could be that you're really creative. I mean, Venus is almost on your moon. You know how creative that is? Oh my gosh. If you use this Venus progression to create something beautiful of like, I don't know, something creative uh, with this moon here, oh my gosh. Like if you're um like if you're a performer or something like that, wow, that would be freaking amazing. Okay, because that is something that's kind of shown here. Also, the sun over here with this Venus and Midheaven, I just keep getting the vibe that you're doing something creative. I, I don't know if it's that you're, you know, maybe even an actor or a singer or performer. This is the moon. This is Venus. These are in the 12th house, and that's the house of Pisces, and Pisces is right on the cusp. If you are a performer, a singer, a dancer, an actor, or something like that, I just want you to be cautious because if it hasn't happened yet, I want you to be aware that the vibe, the vibration, the frequency that's going around in your life right now indicates that you could possibly be falling in love with a friend, a friend who should be a friend. So I hope that you understand what I'm saying. And if this is resonating in any way with you, please reach out to me. You can um, reach out to me directly by uh, contacting astrology, a look inside at gmail.com, or you can reach me via the uh, blog website, which is astrology, a look inside.com. 
Um, I also, you can book an appointment right from Calendly, which is calendly.com slash astrology, look inside. And we do have our, you can order, there's a drop down menu at the blog, which is um, astrologylookinside.com slash order. And then we also have astrologylookinside.shop. And I do hope to hear from you because I would love to get to the real of your story with, there's a lot other things going on, like Pallas Athena going through your fifth house right now, but you know, and Jupiter up in the ninth house, maybe you're here in, you know, in America because of your education, you're very talented. So I would love to hear from you and um, thank you for reaching out to me. Much love and light and many blessings to you, Mafalo. I'm saving your chart now and enter the horoscope charts to vote all that activity. And I hope you guys can hear me. I've got all the fans on. It is hot, it's humid. And I just had to do what I had to do tonight because it is warm. So let me go ahead and stop this share. I just wanted my follow to see what I saw. And I wanted you guys to see whatever it was I saw. And I hope that whatever I saw made sense to him or I'm believing it's a him in some way because that's, that's kind of what I was seeing. Anyway, so we have, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my daughter's so cute. So let me go ahead and contact, contact, let me go ahead and um, pull up this chart for Anthe. He's like me, me too, please. April 15th. So let's go ahead and put him in. I believe I put in someone else that he had, but it was not empty. So we're going to do that now. And I believe I've got empty. Nicopolis. I hope I have a set of Nicopolis. I believe I've got that one. Nicopolis. I remember the name because it was such a Greek name and I, I struggled with it at first, but yes, I have indeed almost, almost, I got the U in the wrong place, but I figured it out. April 15th. <laughs> Let me fix that where I got the U. Oh, the U goes here. Okay, got it now. Okay, so we've got April 15th here. And let's see. I think this is the person who gave me their partner, <clears throat> but forgot to give me their own. And I, after I did the partner, like, so I'm great. I'm more than willing and grateful to do this. Okay, so let's see. Oh, but this person doesn't know their birth hour. And since this is a person who was born in April, but they do know that they were born in Vancouver, let me see. So we are going to put that. So, okay, so I know that this person was born in April, and so what I'm going to do is use 6 o'clock for the birth hour instead of noon, because I think this might put the sun somewhere close to the first house, and it looks like, well, interesting, at 6 o'clock, it, it actually doesn't. Hmm. Let me see what happens at seven. 
No. Wow. See, when I see charts like this, I know this is the message I'm supposed to get. Even at six o'clock, seven just makes it worse. See, it would have had to be five or over, and that's too early. So I'm going to go with what I got. So, Anthe, Anthe, what I've got for you, and of course, I want you to understand that no matter what I've got here, this is basically a general chart because you do not have your exact birth time. And once, if you can come across your exact birth time, then I can you say with certainty that what I'm saying for you in this reading would most likely apply. But with this, we're taking a stab in the dark because I did not have the exact time and I used six o'clock as an approximate, which normally would place the sun in the first house, but for you, Andy, and I, I tried to get that sun in the first house, but it wasn't going. And that tells me something. And that tells me that for whatever reason, your son was not meant to be in this first house, but it do see a potential trying. So let me see what I, I see here. Let's pull up this chart. Also, let's take a look. For 1971, I want to say that's a rooster, but I could be wrong. I don't always read with these 70s, right? Is that a rooster? Pig. 1971, that's the pig. Okay. Okay, that tells me a lot. That tells me so much already, especially since even though this is not altogether you, it gave you an ascendant in Taurus, but I see a potential trying between the sun. Let me just take a look and see if it's actually trying. So, yes, it is. I, I could tell even before I looked at the chart, but it is. So what it is, is that, Anthony, you were born with your sun at 24 degrees of Aries, and the moon at 18 degrees of Sagittarius. That is about six degrees and they are trying. And so, because they're luminaries and the six degree is way more than allowable. And so this means that no matter what's going on in life, that you've had semi, somewhat a pleasant life. Now it may not be as pleasant or as lazy as I'm about to say it is. <laughs> Because when I put your son at six to, uh, you know, made you be born at six o'clock in the morning, it placed your son in the 12th house. That kind of detracts from the uh, assertiveness, if you will. It makes us a little lazy. And I said us because my son is there. Um, I can't even imagine what the world would have done with me if my son wasn't in the 12th house. So I'm already a little bit too much in people's faces. And so I don't, with you, it's hard to say because you've got your Mercury in the 12th house and your son in the 12th house. Um, and uh, I believe this in that palace. Yeah, palace and uh, Chiron in the 12th house. You may actually be someone who's kept to yourself. You may be someone who's actually mum a lot of times. You're what they call close-lipped, probably. That's if, if this 
if you were born at this time. This would have placed Saturn in the first house in series, and um, it would have Venus and, and Mercury going through your first house now. Also, the uh, and I don't know if that's vibrating, but you know, the funny thing is, with someone with this kind of chart, with your sun being trying your um, moon that way, there is a certain amount of comfort and luck that you would have simply because of that. Simply because of that. And another thing that's indicating a certain amount of like, um, I don't want to say pleasantness, but I can't think of any word other than pleasantness. Uh, is that your, um, at birth anyway, um, Venus and Mars were exactly sextile. Venus was at Pisces at 20 degrees. Mars was in Capricorn at 20 degrees. And let me tell you something about Mars and Capricorn. No matter what house that's really in, Mars and Capricorn sees the big picture. You have never not known what to do when it comes to getting ahead in life and maybe with your career and, and, and taking care of yourself. You've always been able to see the big picture because that's what Mars and Capricorn people do. My daughter has Mars and Capricorn. She jumped in business and figured it out almost immediately because that's what Mars and Capricorn people do. I also think that you're probably a very sweet person. I really do. Venus and Pisces, for goodness sakes. It doesn't really matter where it really is. I mean, in here, it's in the 11th house. So it's, you know, you, you, you get along great with friends and make friends. But no matter where it is, it's, it's just a beautiful place to have Venus at birth. It just shows that you truly are someone who would, I believe, either know how to love or want to know how to love. And also right now, Venus is progressed into Taurus. And your um, Mercury is also progressing to Taurus and they're controlled. So I hopefully, if in love right now, wherever this Venus and, and Mercury are, express love. Talk about it. Think about it. Communicate about it. Write about it. Make videos about it. Send postcards about it communicate about love auntie because that's really what it's all about and i really hope you take advantage to do that especially since both of these planets are actually sextile your natal venus right now and trying natal mars oh my gosh are you in love oh you're either already in a loving marriage a loving relationship and you're learning to communicate again or you're building a new one and you're communicating and it should be a blow okay Anthony. i hope that resonated with you because that's what i saw all right much love and light to you i'm going to save this chart into the horoscope vault of activity and if you're able to find your actual time of birth i can be more specific because the houses tells me exactly where all of this activity is happening. You know, it's funny, all this love and communication, if it's in the first house, that's you communicating. And it's in the fourth house, it's you communicating to your family. So it really makes a big difference to know where the planets are.
Much love and light to you, Anthony. So let's move on to the next one. And I'm going to make a note of the ones that I've completed. Completed. Today is what? The 14th, August 14th, 2019. That's all done. Anthony, you are completed. Completed August 14th, 9th, 2019. Okay. Yay, we have completed that. Onwards, and we've done Kiva, great, we've got that done. Much love and light to all of you. And let's see here, now I think uh, Kiva gave me, her cousin, is that for Lakani, Lakani battle. I remember seeing Lakani join, now I believe this is the info she gave me on Lakani. So let me see if we can pull up a chart for her. Lakani. I got that one. Yeah. Or just look, okay, Lakani Blanchard. Or, is Lakani Blanchard or Lakani Battle? I think she wants me to do a Lakani battle. Okay, so. So maybe it's a female. Date of birth given, okay, 1984. And, okay. And let's see, what time are we looking at here? We're looking at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. And let's see. Now, there's a lot of Cook Counties. I don't see Cook County. She just has Cook County. I know they're in what? Minnesota. Are you in Min I I think she's in Minnesota, right? I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna be able I don't see Cook County here. Yeah, I'm with Kansas. So yeah, let me see here. You're gonna have to be a little bit more specific for me because it just is Cook is that Illinois because she's in Illinois let me try that let me see if that pops up I've heard of Cook County Illinois but it is really not showing up here mm. I mean, is that Chicago? Is that considered Chicago? I feel bad using that because I don't know how close that would be. Can you um, find out where in Cook County she was born, um, Kiva? Uh, I mean, would that be considered um, Chicago? Would that be okay to use? 
I'm just wondering because I don't want to use that and it, you know, be off. I, I'm, I am using that now because I think when she lives in Illinois, I think you meant Cook County, Illinois. But they don't have Cook County. So I'm, I'm putting up this, uh, I, let's hope it's her chart, okay? Because <laughs> I think, I'm, I'm guessing here, that this is what you meant. When I saw that she lived in Illinois, I thought, okay, I think there is Cook County in Illinois. And then it all began to make sense if that was the case. So let's see if this is what is really happening. I'm looking at the chart and as usual, I'm getting the, the darn, um, every week, I told you every week there's a theme. This, right now we've got a couple of these Taurus ascendants going on. So look, this is what I'm seeing uh, based on just the guesstimation here that this is a Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon person. I haven't even pulled up the chart, but I'm gonna tell you that that person has had some issues in their life, right? That's a person who's at odds with themselves. That's an opposition. Now, I don't know how that has played out in reality, a rat too, yep. This person, and I don't know if it's true. I'm just going on my instinct because I haven't pulled up the actual chart. This person might have been in and out of jail already. Maybe. And um, I, you know, it's just part of the thing that happens when that. Oppositions aren't easy. Okay, so, okay. I just want to see what kind of rat 1984 is. Give me a second here. Wood rat. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Maybe when she was young, probably. So let me look at her chart. I don't want to pass judgment without looking at the actual chart. Just pull it up. See what I see for Lakani. Lakani battle. What do I see when I look here? Well, I know that whatever Lakani has been through, I know she's still or she's about to go through some changes now because she's got Uranus going through her 12th house in Cancer. And I know this setup very well. I've seen this setup this Gemini rising, this Cancer 12th house, in the charts of many people who have had some serious issues in their life. Um, this is, I've seen this chart where several people who've had even some alcohol issues or drug issues or things like that. Now she has um, actually series in the 12th house, so maybe she could avoid that. Her grass series is there too. She might have avoided that. But I, I'm thinking that could have been an issue, and it always is something to watch out for um, with Taurus there. Um, the other thing I'm seeing here is Mars. Mars is right on the Descendant, right 
now. On it. Exactly. Exactly. A couple of things could be happening. All right. First of all, Mars sitting exactly in her descendant. She's either getting married, okay, or, or found, like, I found a love of my life. Or she just is getting out of, of something like that or about to. Like, maybe it went a little not that way. So, and if here's the other thing. Mars is progressed. This is progressed Mars. She may not even realize yet, but she could get married if she's not. Now, Mars is a planet of aggression, and we're talking uh, Scorpio. Oof, Scorpio in the seventh house. It could be jealousy. It could be she had to fight back some jealous via just from nowhere. That's possible. Maybe even at work, since she's got Scorpio in the sixth house of work. It might have something to do with her health, but I'm thinking, no, I think she's going to have a partnership. I think if she's someone who doesn't have a partnership right now, or if her partnership hasn't been doing well, I'm hoping when Jupiter and Jupiter just went direct, Jupiter's in her uh, seventh house as well, in Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Mars is there. She's got a part of fortune by birth there, seventh house. She's either already married, and it might have been going wrong, and things went hazy, but now Jupiter went direct, and Mars is sitting on the descendant, and it's going to perk her relationship back up. Or she ain't got no relationship and the relationship is going to come out of the blue and she's going to be like, what? what happened? How did this happen to me? Because it's meant to be. That's why. And the other thing is that she's got her son at 23 degrees of Leo. It's down in her fourth house, but it sets up a natural square to this Mars. And you know how squares do. They cause stress, a ping. And sexual tension. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, the North Node is transiting the second house of money. Lord. So, oh. Now, here's the thing. This either had money or you Oh, it's going into the second house of money. <gasps> Good. Okay. So, your North Node, North Node is going into her second house of money. She might have had some issues dealing with family. You know, like extended family, like aunts, uncles, nephews, nieces, cousins, brothers, sisters, all that kind of stuff. Because she's got her son, the Venus, Vesta, the Juno, the, all in the third house. That's like maybe even some issues with her car, travel, local travel, getting around, that type of thing. Um either she had to usher everybody around in her car or she had to ask people that kind of thing and it, it that might have been a problem but now venus is about to uh, venus. yeah well venus too 
Venus and Mercury are both about are progressing into her fifth house. She's got love coming. You're probably already talking, texting or sexting somebody already if she ain't already with somebody. Oh, wait. She's got her progressed midheaven and moon in the 11th house. It's a friend. Somebody she met on Facebook is a I get all these scenarios from now that might not be true but the potential for it is there for her you know she's got saturn uh, saturn chiron also in the 11th house too so there could be some issues there's also like i said in the beginning uranus is sitting in her 12th house anything could be going on with this child with uranus sitting in the 12th house and the 12th house is secrets secrets it could be her secrets or it could be the secrets of her spouse and Saturn is retrograding into the eighth house of secrets in her chart right now. Oh, Lord. Mm. I would love to talk to her so we can really talk about things because she's got a lot going on. A lot. All, I'm pinging all over the damn place. Look at this. I just saw her, her, her natal moon is exactly sextile her midheaven and that midheaven's in the 11th house oh it's right on the cusp between the, her 10th house and 11th house she's going to be able to be lucky starting about this year but i want to love to talk to her because this is the year maybe her little rat self can turn things around you know wood rats are interesting characters they Rats in general will nibble and nibble and gnaw and gnaw at something until they get what they want. But wood rats in particular, they are steady, solid, and they will stay at it until they get there. They will hold, you know, they'll gnaw a hole into whatever they got to. And she's at that place in her life where she's that, that way. And I think in her case, with this, uh, you know, if this is her time, we're looking at Mars on the mid, uh, on the descendant. My gosh. Wow. That is relationship issues. That's relationship. And the ascendant is in the second house right now. Progressed ascendant. It's, yeah. I would love to talk to her. Anyway, I'm going to save this chart into the horoscope bolt of activity. Because in case I get to talk to Lakani, I know I saw her join the chart. Or the chart the group so maybe she can reach out to me and we can talk about this because she's got a lot going on her planets are everywhere everywhere it's funny when you look at a chart like this when she was born it looks like she was born with a other oriented chart but you know with life it's it's she's changed her her tastes have changed that happens for a lot of us as we get older doesn't it Okay, let me see who I've got next. So we've got this one done. Okay, this is 814, 19, I'll just say, New Chicago, Illinois. And if there is a different place, let me know and so let's see here. Yay! Oh, wait, what happened? Oh, Lord. What in the world? Why would it pull me away from my own group when I'm doing something? 
Did you ever see this insanity? Why would it do such a thing? Okay, I'm glad I'm using more than one. I'm glad I'm using more than one page because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, hey, just getting situated. Oh, that's right. I got to do dairy on. Yes, Kiva, you didn't list yours. Hey, Shirley, if you want me to do your chart, be sure to use our list your uh, date of birth and time of birth and place of birth, and I will do your chart for you. Okay, I'm glad I it refreshed. I got to see some of these people. Oh, there it is. Shirley listed it. Okay, and I just remembered Darion. That was the one. I remember someone had given me information that I thought, I got to make sure I do this for this, this person. And I just realized that it was Darion. That's what did I write it somewhere? Maybe not, Lord. Okay. So this means I'm going to have to figure out where I put that at. Oh, Lord. Let's see if I wrote it down here. This is why I like to write things down. And I did that. Okay. Because I have way too much stuff in my head. Okay, well, I don't. Let me check right here again. Let me check first. I just remember writing it down and telling her I would do it. Now I feel bad that I. What did I do with this? nothing else I know it's probably under the conversation well I better make sure I change. I think I changed track. Okay, I don't see where I wrote that. So, oh my goodness, Nicole, I'm going to go and see if it's under our messenger because I think it might be under messenger. Let's see if it's under our messenger conversation, which I really should have had it over here, but I thought I. Oh, and now Messenger doesn't want to open. Oh, no, come on, Messenger. You guys have been up for like many, many hours. So I'm like, work with me, Messenger. Nicole, are you out there? Because I can't find it. I, it's not even letting me open Messenger. Uh, so I can... Because I sadly uh, let me see if it, I, I clicked on it again just one more time. Because 
I was thinking maybe it'll let me. Okay, here we go. I never realized I talked to a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh my gosh. I must talk to two, three hundred people a week. Maybe more. Oh. People don't even know. This is why I keep that list and I tell people. Don't message me and think I can help you. If you don't put your birth data, what you want, on that list, well, this is what's going to happen. Because I, there's too many, okay? I have uh, 4,700 friends, almost 5,000 friends. And, um... I don't recommend anyone ever message me birth data. I mean, email it maybe, but I if I don't if I I can't even find her message. I'm down to August third and I can't find it. It's just too many names. And hold on, let me see again. And and I know I've talked to her because I buy products from her, but it's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just, I get too busy. This is what happens. So if you're out there, Nicole, I had the, I don't know. I know I was going to do Darian, but I don't know where I put it. Don't know where it is. Please provide it for me again so I can help you because I'm right in the middle of recording and I have no clue. So I'm going to move on to the next person. Uh, let's see, Katrina D. Owen. Let's see. Let's see. We don't have you in there, Katrina, so I'm going to go ahead and save you. Katrina D. Owen. I don't know why I do that. I love making high notes. Okay, so Katrina was born August. Happy birthday. She's a Leo. August 7th. And a, a youngin. <laughs> I love calling everyone youngin. Everyone's a youngin to me. I feel proud to say I am indeed old enough to call other people youngins. <laughs> it's one of those things that make me proud with life. Like, yeah, I finally got to that age. I can do that. Okay, 6 a.m. Ish. She put the ish on it. And uh, Glendale, Arizona. Now I'm going to be speaking in absolutes because I'm going to assume that you were born at 6. But, you know, realize that since it's ish, that it's not exact and that it may or may not vibrate with you the way it would if we had the exact birth time. I always like to remind people of this in case they go, well, that didn't remind me of me at all. Well, that's because we didn't have the exact birth time. It really makes a big difference, really. Okay, 
So we're looking at a Capricorn sun. Excuse me, a Leo sun. A Capricorn moon. A Capricorn moon. And the ascendant is in Leo. And that is Leo at 17 degrees of Leo. And let's see uh, if the sun and moon are actually making an inconjunct to each other. Let us see. Exactly. <laughs> They're exactly inconjunct. It's a joke, I swear. Exactly. Within like minutes, they're in conjunct. It's hilarious. Well, you're highly creative, aren't you? Let's see what you do. So when you were born, you were born, according to this, with your son in the 12th house, that sitting on the ascendant, very much like moi. The only difference between having Capricorn in the 12th house and having Leo in the 12th house is Leos don't ever belong in the 12th house. There is no such thing as power behind the throne for Leo. Leo likes to shine. They like to be number one. And they don't want power just because, you know, it's power. They just like to shine. They hate being a subordinate. So let me tell you something. If you are a subordinate right now, you freaking hate it, don't you? You hate people telling you what to do. It's one of the things you hate the most. Don't tell me what to do. I bet that was your motto. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. I can hear it. I don't know why I hear that. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. And if you have brothers and sisters, you really told them that. Your North Node was in the third house of siblings, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews. Your North Node is there. And if you're not close to your brothers or sisters, or you have none, because your Uranus is there, I can see that. So, you know, and, and I would make new brothers and sisters because the North Node is there. So, you know, get out in your community, get to know people, talk with people, that type of thing. Also be aware that Uranus is there, so your neighbors could be weird, or you could live in a weird neighborhood. Just be aware of these things so that you're not just blindly out there, right? But, okay, the thing is, this is putting the Sun and Saturn in the 12th house, uh, as well as, like, um, Ceres. And this concerns me because the progressed moon is there and the progressed palace is there, and it's just showing me that there's a couple of things that could be going on when you've got Leo stuffed in the 12th house like that. Some Leo in the first house and Venus in Leo technically is in the first house and that is your saving grace. You're very pretty. You are. And I think probably that Venus in Leo in the first house has made having the sun sitting above the horizon like that bearable. You've got Mercury in the first house too, so at least you're able to communicate. The one thing I, I, I don't mind having Saturn in the 12th house because it puts all the, the doubts and fears in the 12th house where they belong. I mean, I. 
you know, at least it's not affecting your ability to push yourself forward. I think you'll be able to do that. Also, your sun and your ascendant and your Mercury have progressed into the second house of money. And you were born with Mars and Pluto in the second house by birth. By birth. It means you are not going to miss the money unless you're not paying attention. So pay attention with Mercury in the second house and the sun and ascendant. It's saying to pay attention to everything that can help you land the money and get the money. And you're meant to get the money. You were born with your planets over there on that side of the chart. So I hope that you make independence, um, independent wealth. That's not a bad thing to shoot for, especially with Capricorn sitting in the fifth and sixth house. Maybe you'll start your own business. That'll help you become independently wealthy. I would also look at options for education especially over the next five months. Uranus is retrograding back into your ninth house and it's in your ninth house. So it's telling you to go back, get the education you might've missed before. If you need to go get a certification, brush up on things, do that. What I don't want to see you do, uh, Katrina, is spend too much time worrying about love, romance, and relationships because Saturn is transiting there and it's sitting on your moon in Capricorn at 14 degrees, Lord have mercy. Just like Saturn sitting on my sun in the 12th house. Uh, I should be hiding, but no, here I am in front of all of you. And you should be probably hiding from love and romance, but I bet you're out there putting yourself in it. Now be careful because it's not the best time. I mean, Saturn is retrograde. So I would wait until after the 3rd of September when Saturn goes direct, and then maybe, just maybe, things will start to get better. Also, Jupiter's directing your fourth house. That's going to help things too. Well, this is all I'm going to tell you for now because there's a lot, and I could go a lot deeper, but it would take a lot more time. And if you can figure out the 6 a.m. ish to an exact 6 a.m. or time about, that would help a great deal because then we can pinpoint the exact things that are going in the exact time that these things would be affecting you. For now, based on 6 a.m.-ish, you got money. You got money. Okay. Well, much love and light to you, Katrina. And I hope this resonated with you. I'm about to save your chart into the horoscope vault of activity. And it's been fun doing your chart. And I hope that you reach out to me so we can go ahead and do a full reading and get a full picture. I can explain a whole bunch of this stuff to you and you can get a good vibe on what it is that you're going to be doing with this chart of yours. Okay, much loving like Katrina. And you're down. I'm going to put this here. Complete it on August 14, 2019. Yay. Okay, we got that one done. And then I see Shirley, Shirley Jones, Shirley, Shirley Jones, like the Partridge family mother, was born in Chicago, back in Chicago. So let's go ahead and put Shirley in here. Shirley Jones, Shirley. 
I like the way she spells Shirley without the Y, you know. Cute. Okay, Shirley Jones, and she's born uh, October. And let's see what time Shirley was born. 4.20 p.m. So she knows her time. I love it. 4.20 p.m. That really does help a great deal. And that was in Chicago, Illinois. God damn. Illinois. Okay, here we go. What do we got here? Ooh, looking at a Libra. Libra. Oh, wait. Why does my pen always die right in the middle of the show? Why? Why? Okay, there we go. So we've got a Libra sun. And a Cancer moon is our first Cancer moon tonight. Cancer moon and ascendant in Aquarius. Wow. So this is also, I believe, our first Aquarius ascendant. So you know, it's funny. When I look at this chart, it is, especially since you seem to know your actual birth time exactly. I wonder if that ascendant is trying that Libra sun, because if it is, and we're going to find out momentarily, that makes a big difference. Otherwise, I'm looking at a person who has what I call a natural square. And natural squares tend to have friction and tension and upheavals in their life. A lot more than, let's say, people who don't have that. And this, this is the rooster that I called out to earlier in the show. I knew a rooster was coming, and here it is. Shirley is our rooster tonight. So let's go ahead and pull up this chart for our Libra rooster, our Libra three rooster. I can already tell because you were born on the third, you're a three, you're a Libra, your moon's in Cancer, you got Aquarius ascendant. I already know that your life has been filled with upheavals, ups and downs all around, Lord. And you have crazy things happen. For you, balance is the answer or you can get emotional. Well, let me see your whole chart and see the whole picture. So looking at this chart, wow, she's got the sun high up in the progressed right now. Education. Mm -hmm. You know, surely herself, I think, has a lot of, I believe, psychic ability. Surely naturally can feel, I think, can see things and feel things. I, I knew that. I knew she could feel it and see it. Mm hmm Okay. All right. Very interesting, Shirley. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you've ever taken advantage of this or, you know, if you've honed any of this at all. But as I look at your chart, I see a person, I believe, who has some form of psychic ability. And the reason I say that is because you've got your Mercury in the 8th house and your Uranus in the 8th house and the Sun in the 8th house and Jupiter in the 8th house. Now, I'm using the Koch system. And let me just go back and check something. 
let me see if I stop using the cog system and just use uh, this. Um, just let me just use see what the default says. Let me see what happens. Because I know in my chart, yes, it did. Yes, it did. Oh my gosh. Something told me to do it. I knew it. Okay. Your chart changed amazingly from using the default system that they use at AstroDNS to using the Koch system. It changes amazingly. And the reason I said that is because before it was placing a great deal of emphasis in the eighth house. Now, when I look at it, even though the sun is still technically in the eighth house, along with Jupiter in Libra in the eighth house, it doesn't give off the exact same flavor. Because now Uranus, Mercury, Pluto, and Venus, as well as the Birdie, are now in the seventh house. And it's, it's weird because they're more meshing along the, you know, with there's Pluto is in Virgo and Venus is in Virgo. And so it's more of a Virgo vibe in the seventh house, which is I almost get like nagging with partners, but it's a whole different vibe than I got the first chart. So I'm going to look at them both and see, uh, wow, how, because I'm getting different vibes off of them. This one here that's based on the, um, on the default. This is a person I think that would be more money oriented and that it's that money orientation might've led them into marrying um, a partner and where they almost I don't want to say they depend on their partner for money, but you know, the, getting money from out there, someone else is there. Now, th that is one case scenario. Uh, you know, with Pluto in the seven thousand, just seeing a powerful partner. <sighs> Excuse me, you guys. I felt that coming. Oh my gosh. Also, I'm seeing that uh, the moon is, is uh, square Jupiter in the eighth house. So, yeah, that's, that could be issues in the relationships and romance, but it can also mean sexual tension. And the North Node is there right now in Cancer. I, I actually believe that this could be sexual tension in the relationship. And if there is a problem that with Jupiter, your natural Jupiter in the eighth house, I feel like you can heal things with some sexual healing. Sometimes in a relationship, child, all you need is a little sexual healing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm, mm, mm. That's all you need sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got your progressed moon down in the third house. Ooh, your ascendant's still in the second house on your, your Saturn. Which that tells me something. Wait, is that actually on? No, it's past the Saturn. It's past the Saturn. But it's at that 15 degrees. 15 degrees um, is very prominent in your chart. Very. By progression and by birth. Uh, by birth, you've got uh, your moon in Cancer at 15 degrees. 
you've got uh, your Jupiter in Libra at 15 degrees. And by progression, you've got your moon in Taurus at 15 degrees, which tells me that your progressed moon uh, is, is sextile, your natal moon, that's beautiful. That's very good, very good for your emotions and flowing with them. Um, also, your ascendant is at 10 degrees of Taurus, which means this puts your progressed moon, you know, there, right there in that progressed ascendant. Very good with being in touch with your emotions. Also, you got uh, uh, Venus progressed in uh, Scorpio at uh, 15 degrees. Mm -hmm. Right now. So that Venus is uh, in Scorpio is sitting really very high in your chart. It's in the ninth house. You've got not only Venus in the ninth house, but the sun and Mercury progress in the ninth house. This is telling me that education, education, certification, knowledge, increasing your education and knowledge right now, learning the secrets that you didn't learn before or didn't know. The more education and knowledge you gain, the better it's going to be for you in your career and whatever it is that you want to do. Because not only is, is your you know, Venus there, but your Sun and Mercury are almost on top of each other in Sagittarius, in the ninth house of education. Zero degrees of Sagittarius Sun, zero de uh, th three degrees of Sagittarius Mercury. Oh, it's all about the education. You want to learn what you want to learn right now so that you can get ahead with your life. And your midheaven is at six degrees. That means your sun is almost conjunct your midheaven and your mercury is technically conjunct your midheaven. You are learning. You are a communicator. You're going to learn all the education, all the things you need to know to communicate, to get ahead in this world. Girl, I need to talk to you. Your chart is speaking to me, Lord. Mm. You got a lot going on, Shirley. A lot. And let's not forget that Jupiter in the eighth house means money. I believe your little rooster self is on to something with the money. I would love to talk to you so we can go deeper into your chart. It's a beautiful thing. And I hope you're getting that education, I see, and learning the knowledge or sharing the knowledge, one or the other. Either way, it's a beautiful thing. Much love and light to you, Shirley. And be sure to reach out to me at astrologyalookinside.com and you can even email me personally at astrologyalookinside at gmail.com much love and light to you oh and don't forget you guys can uh, i just like to remind y'all that i've got that calendly.com where you guys can book the appointment okay y'all yeah i just saved this shirley okay let's see and i think i've got one more here i promise Oh, there it is. She had put it there. Okay, here we go. It is getting hot. I live in Seattle, y'all, and for some reason, why is it keep trying to get me over here some serial cool designs? I'm in the middle of doing my own show. It's just for that I don't want to join your thinking group. We get back to my page. Okay, so it keeps popping up there and it's upsetting me because, first of all, I have no desire to join it. And second, I'm right in the middle of doing things. Okay, so let me get here and make sure. I just wanted to make sure I finish everyone on that one list. 
Did you hear me? Oh, there it is. You got it. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Scott says, you know what I was born and what I want is a happy, relaxed Adrian who is having fun and enjoying herself. I am Scott. Thank you, my wonderful hypnotist friend. So proud of Scott Bob. Okay, and let's see here. We got Darian. Darian Dutton. He's going to be coming up after I finish this one girl. If I don't do um, her, I'll feel so guilty. Okay, so let me get hers, and she's coming up next. And let me finish. I'll put this here completed. Uh, August 1490. Okay, we got that done. And. Coming up next is Jasmine Whitson. I think I've got Jasmine in here already, though. Let me just check and see. I might have just seen her name around. Let me just see. I might have her. Jasmine Whitson. Let me see if I got the right time, if it's the same time. This is why I love the horoscope vault of activity. I guess pull these charts up at will. It's beautiful. I have her at 6.30 a.m. Is that what she gave me here? Yep, 6.30 a.m. Minneapolis. This is my girl. Okay, Jasmine, looking at your chart. And I think I still have it on the default and not on Koch. So let me look at what it's saying for the default, because I think I did Koch reading for you before. So according to this, from what I can see, oh yeah, you've got a lot of emphasis in your second house of money. I think I told you before, I don't know what it is, but you need to get your mind on the money because it is all about the money. And you are one strong woman. Don't ever believe that you're not strong and capable and confident of achieving whatever you set out to do. And this is because your son is at one degree on your ascendant at one degree. It's so rare, such a rare gem you are. There's not many born like you. You are a rarity. And now your sun and your ascendant and your Mars and your Mercury and even your Juno have all progressed into your second house of money. And so it's time for you to start taking advantage of it. It showed what you've got to give. And what you've got to give is a lot. I mean, a lot. And so I don't want you to hold back. It's saying it's time for you to push forward because you've already established these skills, I hope, of what it is. Now, I can see if you're someone, because you're young, and you're someone who hasn't yet developed the skills yet, like the, the, the um, saying you're not developed, but you're young. So it may be that you still are in college or that you're still um getting your degrees or your certifications or getting the knowledge or you may be finding that you, you you're still growing in that way whatever it is i don't want you to give up and i don't want you to get you know let anything get you down because you're on an amazing trajectory one that i've not seen in a wow um it's pretty incredible and even right now uh you've got your 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 progress son 
almost at one degree of Libra and your natal sun at one degree of Virgo. And it, that's amazing to me because you're about to experience something in your second house of money. But this is in Libra. And so this is telling me that whatever you do, you're going to have to learn how to balance. Balance is your, your, your money and finances and wealth. If you're able to amass any wealth at this time, it's important that you learn how to balance it. I was just looking to see here, and I saw that your progressed ascendant and your progressed midheaven are square each other. One is in uh, Virgo, and the other is, it looks like, in... Um, but yeah, Gemini. Gemini. And your moon is in Gemini as well. So... And I think your natal moon being in Gemini is really good for your, your uh, progressed sun in Libra. Although I'm seeing your natal moon is in Cancer, but it's not making any aspect to that progressed sun. So you're good. You're good. And that's a very good sign right there. I also see that Saturn and Pluto, you know, Saturn was retrograding in your fifth house. You might have been going through some issues with romance. You got Saturn in the fifth house anyway and Uranus. So I don't know if anything has affected your romance. Children, if you have any at all yet. But I could see where the Saturn could somehow be affecting romance. If it hasn't already, it could be starting in September. But just be aware you might have had some exes call you back. Like, oh, I miss you. Is there some way we can get back together? And you're going to have to really think about that. So, yeah, you've got Neptune transiting the seventh house, too. That's telling me to be really cautious with your partnerships. You might not be seeing everything clearly. Oh, girlfriend, we need to talk. We do. You've got a lot of things going all over your chart. But just know that the main message is that to really start to heart, um hone and harness what you have to give and like you're going to be able to amass wealth based on what it is that you have to give what you learn what you're you're growing in knowledge and and things like that with mars and the sun in um virgo by birth growing and harnessing knowledge is what you were really born to do especially with the moon sitting up in the 10th house in gemini so i hope you are learning and harnessing knowledge and using it to your benefit to get ahead, okay? And maybe, just maybe, after Saturn goes uh, direct, you might be able to consider starting your own business. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, I hope to look. I look forward to talking to you further about this, Jasmine, because your chart is so interesting. And um, it has been my pleasure to do this for you tonight. And I'm going to save your chart into the horoscope chart bolt of activity. And that's what I've just done. And so it is. So let's see what's going on here. I know I've got Dorian. And let me go ahead and uh, put here that I have completed. Jasmine, as of August 14, 2019. My goodness, I'm still going. I am so proud of myself. I've been at this for a hot minute, y'all, but this just shows I am dedicated to what I do. 
and I wanted to get uh, wanted to get these things done. Oh, okay. So someone asked me what decks I use for tarot. I'm like several. <laughs> I just like the you know I like uh, mixing them up. That's why I say three card pulls, and then you know, and then a clarifier because I get to use several decks. Okay, so Dorian Dutton. Okay, it's born September. One nineteen. Okay, she's got the exact time. Bless you, girl. Love you, Nicole. Okay, I'm about to put them in now. She's got my exact time, and I needed that. So that's beautiful. So let's see. September, he's got a birthday coming up. I hope you're planning something nice for his birthday because that's coming up soon. Okay, I'm glad I looked because I had the first, it's a 12. Okay, let's see here. And let's see, Memphis. Okay. So Dorian has a Virgo sun. Mm. I'm already seeing something. And a Gemini moon, Lord. Gemini moon and the ascendant in Cancer. So you, you know, you're probably like, why should she say Lord? Oh, Lord, Lord, what, what happened? So what happened is I actually can tell just by looking at the very, just the basics, okay? Just the basics so far. But when I look at the Virgo sun and a Gemini moon, it tells me immediately that this person is, you know, well, there's some friction inside of them because they have a natural square. And natural square people tend to be a little bit more, you know, um, I don't want to say rambunctious, but I'm going to say it for him. They, they get antsy, you know what I mean? They're, they're, there's, there's tension, stress, uh, friction. Um, it's hard for them to stay still. They get restless. And I just checked to see, and this person is a horse, and this is a fire horse. And, um, well, so this person really does have that tension. And it's hard for them to settle down inside. Now, on the outside, they might be showing a very settled exterior. But what's going on in the inside is a whole different story. So let's see what his actual chart says. So, okay, so when I look at this chart, I'm seeing a couple of different things going on here. Uh, this person could be either looking at their marriage as a responsibility 
or they could have just recently felt like they're making a recommitment to their marriage. And it's because Saturn, the planet of responsibility, is transiting through this guy's seventh house. It's, um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Uh, Saturn is in Capricorn and Pluto is in Capricorn and he's got Saturn in Capricorn by birth. So you guys might have just went through a little something, something maybe with Pluto going over that Saturn in Capricorn. You might be going through it now, which is why you wanted me to do this chart. And it might just feel like it's just a little bit more restrictive maybe than it normally is. And you might be like, wait a minute, is there something going on? Is there some kind of love issue that I'm not knowing about? And this happens because Saturn is a little restrictive constrictive it, it can take the fun out of things and um i wouldn't really react too badly yet i would wait until after september 3rd because that's and really october 18th because after september 3rd saturn goes to red and all of that boring saturn stuff that a lot of us who have a saturn in capricorn or saturn or capricorn planets um, like that um, have been duly unfect, uh, affected. It, it just may feel like your your marriage may be a little heavy, but it could be that your marriage is a little like really responsible and you've recommitted. And that's the, the beauty of Saturn. It's mature love. It's, it's a mature partnership, not immature. And that's vital to know. Now you were, he was born with Pluto in the fifth, house so love and romance romance mm. let me say it again romance is everything the darling romance and i'm gonna tell you something if the romance disappears out of your chart then then you worry because if he's not showing you romance He's got to do it. He's got Scorpio in the fifth house and Pluto's there. His power is in his romantic nature. He gets power from that. So I don't know if it's, you know, and maybe it's your children. If you guys have a, a, a family and you've got, you filled the family with children, he's the, um, getting power from your children. Like he fills a certain amount of like, pride and power from the children that you guys have created together. And that's a beautiful thing. That could be part of that um, Saturn responsibility, like recommitting to responsible thing that I'm seeing with that Saturn. And if he hasn't, it might come. Um, I don't want to say that he might've made a mistake and then he's going to come back and recommit, but that's kind of like that vibe thing like there. Also with his son, Venus, Mercury in the fourth house, it's all about his family, all about his family. If you've been worried about him doing anything like that, um, like, you know, maybe something off in the, who knows, because he's got his moon in Gemini, it's in his 12th house, he's got his Mars there, it's transiting there right now. I ain't saying boyfriend, you know, can't do that. I'm just saying nothing means more to him, especially right now than his family. 
He almost got a tear. He's got his progressed sun, his progressed Mercury, his progressed Venus, all in Libra. His marriage is everything. He loves him some Nicole. He ain't messing up his marriage. He ain't trying to mess up his marriage. He loves his marriage. I mean, I think so. Now, the only problem I see, and I'm just keeping it real. I don't know how attractive he is or what's going on like that. But, you know, he's got his progressed moon and cancer in the first house. And his natal moon's in the 12th house. Women are attracted to him. Keeping it real. He's a flirt and women are attracted to him. But I think he loves his family more than anything. It's cute. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he wants to mess up his, you know, his partnership with you and his 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 love and his family. His power comes from his children and his family. He loves you guys. Yep. So even if you try to come off hard like I'll love you like that. Yes, it does. <laughs> He's got his ascendant. Ooh, his progressed ascendant is on his natal Jupiter, I think. Let me check something. Yep, five degrees of Leo and Jupiter's at five degrees of Leo. He is on his way to making some money, though. If he's been struggling to make money, let him know he's on his way to make the money now. The money comes down. And with, you know, oh, yeah. Now, with the progressed moon sitting in the uh, first house as well, I think he's going to have that ability to feel his way towards success. Feel. And tell him that's the advice I give him. Like, um, no matter what goes on at his job. Uh, because, by the way, he did have a Jupiter retrograding in his uh, sixth house of work. Now that it's going direct. He's lucky right now. In his work, really. I'm not kidding. I mean, Chiron's sitting up there in, in the 10th house, but his progress uh, mid heaven's still in the 10th house. So it's in his case, he has to actually put his mind to it and believe it and go by the emotion, what he feels. And tell him if he's feeling like a good, positive vibe about something, then tell him to go with that. He's going to be very lucky when it comes to his feelings his feelings and also tell him that you know if he gets a, a vibe from his sleep and it's telling him what to do tell him to listen to it by all oh wow the money really is coming i just saw something else it stopped me in my tracks so remember i just said his natal jupiter was at five degrees and his progressed ascendance at five degrees of leo well his natal north node is in the eighth house of other people's money at six degrees of, of Aquarius. I kid you not. Opposing that Jupiter in the second house, he's got money on either side. He was born to make the money. I would love to, you know, talk with him if he needs me to explain this in deeper detail. There are other issues going on, like probably a lot of family members all up in your business. You know, I see lots of brothers and sisters and cousins and aunts and uncles and all that kind of stuff. Nephews and nieces. But um, yeah, I would love to talk to you guys in a deeper. Um, I, I've done a couple reading before, so I have no problem doing that. If you would like to both come, you know, and we can talk it over that way.
but I do see money coming to him. It's his birthright and it's on its way. If he harnesses it, especially now with all that emphasis in the second house and Jupiter, I, you know, in, in, in um, well, on his Jupiter, his Jupiter's at five degrees, but all that emphasis sitting in Leo right now, it's going on. So I hope he takes advantage of that as well. Oh, and the full moon tomorrow is happening in his eighth house. Tell him to go play the lotto tomorrow. All right. Okay, Nicole. And if any of the things I was talking about, if that resonates at all with you, especially when it comes to anything about, you know, stuff going on in secret or the family or women coming at your man, let me know. All right, girl. All right, you guys, I've done six of them tonight. And oh no, I just saw Scott Bob. I'm gonna look at Scott again. Let me look at Scott. Because Scott's been hanging around. I know you've been hanging around, Scott. Let me see what it says. We'll be at sea. He's at sea. Oh girl. All right now. All right. So let's go ahead and see what oh, and let me say, uh Darians, let me see if I did already. Did I? He must be in the military if he's at sea, right? He's got Aries up in the 10th house. I can see that. And his midheaven's in, in Aries even now. So yeah, I can see that. Definitely military. Okay. Let's take a look at Scott Bob. Scott Bob! <laughs> I love that word, Scott. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I'm doing like the regular, so I haven't, um, I'm not doing a cotch tonight because it's so interesting looking at it in the regular. Scott, you know, I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned this the last time I looked at your chart, but you got money in your chart. I don't know if you've harnessed that money. I mean, let's see, you got Venus at uh, 29 degrees of, uh, it's like 29 degrees of Aries progressed. And natal Venus is at 22 degrees of Aries. And they're both in the second house right now. And transiting Uranus is, is uh, retrograding in back through your second house. You got money around, it's all lurking around. Second house of money, it's coming. And your first house, you're changing. And I've seen your physical changes, and it's indicated that physical changes would be occurring. You got your progressed moon in the first house. Neptune is in Pisces in the first house, changing the image or imagery of what you're showing to the world. You got Ceres there and Pallas there. I mean, and it's just amazing because you were born with Chiron near the first house by birth. So you're healing the things that might have been wounds to you before. Now, instead of them being wounded, they're healed. And maybe you can help other people heal because you've healed yourself. Also, your progressed uh, midheaven is in your 12th house. So a lot of the work and the things that you're doing are being done in secret or where people can't actually see them but they're still occurring and taking place anyway. 
And also there's deep psychological healing going on for you and in the work that you do with other people. And isn't that the truth? As a hypnotist, you do a lot of deep psychological work, helping people to heal their wounds. Also Jupiter, and it's no mistake that you were member of the year because Jupiter was retrograding back toward your midheaven. It's finally going forward. And I think Jupiter is at, as of today, uh, 14 degrees of Sagittarius. And your midheaven is at 13 degrees of Sagittarius. So you are the lucky golden boy, Scott Bob, with your midheaven shining with Jupiter going through it like that. How beautiful it is. And it's all smooth sailing for the rest of the year with Jupiter going direct in Sagittarius. And you know, you got Saturn and Pluto in the 11th house. And you've also got that Saturn and Pluto sitting on that moon in the 11th house. It just shows that you're very lucky working with women, women who are friends of yours, that you're, you know, we're friends like on Facebook and in groups and organizations you belong to. So I can see you working with your friends and working with women, just like you and I have been talking about doing. It is indicated in your chart and I can see it occurring. Now, the other thing I want to tell you is that you've got Mars progressed in the sixth house in the sign of Leo. And Mars in the sixth house in Leo is a mighty good thing, my friend, even though it is square that midheaven in Taurus, or excuse me, the ascendant in Taurus. But that Taurus is down in the third house, and this is the sixth house. It's showing the activity. That shows that communication communicating is going to get you where you want to get with your work. And I think overall, it's going to help you with your activity and getting ahead in your career since Mars in your sixth house is trying your 10th house of career. It's all good, Scott. It's all good in the hood. I see very good things coming for you. I think you're going to retire well. You got your progressed moon, or excuse me, progressed sun, sitting in the fourth house, your progressed moon in the first. I think that's where you got eye toward retirement, eye toward making wealth, retiring wealthy with Venus in the second house. It's going down. It's going to happen. It's your birthright. You're knowing the fifth house, lots of fun. And, um, you know, just, I think you're going to be able to have a lot of fun. You might be able to take some chances too this year. I see taking chances in a lot of different ways. So if you'd like to know more and we can go more in depth, reach out to me, Scott, firstly, so we can do a personal reading, you and I. And you know what to do. You can reach me at astrologylookinside at gmail.com. That's a personal email. I think you have that already. Or you can order at calendly.com slash astrologylookinside or just go and order off the website at astrologylookinside.com. Okay, you guys. Well, it has been real. It has been fun. And it has been real fun because I love to do what I love to do. And I would like to send out many blessings, lots of well wishes, lots of love and light to all of you who have hung in with me to the very end of this, this evening. <sighs> now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> much love to you guys bye bye you guys <laughs>